When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the family with... L.A. Nick. Andy Brown Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Alex is in Phoenix. Catherine's in Phoenix. Andy was yeah, supposed no. to be. I was. Andy was supposed to be in Phoenix, but it didn't work out. But we will be right back. I have a very special guest talking about the 59 national parks, USA national parks. It says Moon USA national parks. What does that mean? What does moon mean? I don't know. Let me know what the moon. I'm wondering if that's like the publishing group for it or the travel guide, because it's a travel guide, so that might be just the name, umbrella name that it's under. I've been to a lot of our national parks. They're great. They let you in? Yeah, they are. Thank you very much. Great to be. Some of them are literally spectacular, man. Well, Grand Canyon is a national park. So I Another was... woman fell to her death yeah, yesterday. I saw yeah, that. I saw that. 70 year old. But just like, good God, would you stay away from the edge? Yeah, for real. It's a mile. All right, we got to come back. We have a special guest coming up next with the family. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour to Cure ride. Join me, Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. 
Andy just told me somebody's announcing something. What are they announcing? Our new site. New URL. Have a new site? Jointhefamily.live. It exists now. Really? Jointhefamily.live? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they can text it. or they can call. Can they call or text or what do they do? They just go to that. It's, it's a website. It's a website. Oh, it's a website. I thought it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. You said it was. Never mind. That interweb thing? The interweb. Basically, the yes. idea is our old website was old and only kind of worked. So now we have a new one. We have a new one and it works? It yeah. does work. Didn't we pay the other guy a lot of money to make sure the website worked? Well, that was like five years ago. And WordPress <laughs> oh, keeps updating. And every time it updates, it breaks yeah, something that's true. old. That's and true. you never know. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So we're good to go now. Yep. All right. Is is Ms. Lomax ready to go? Indeed. Becky Lomax with I us. So the book. Becky, so what, what's the moon part of Moon USA National Parks? What is the moon part? Moon is Moon Travel Guide. So it's, it's oh, it is. Okay. It's a series of books, yeah, that are all guidebooks for traveling. Okay, Becky, this is a problem because Cassie said that's what it was, and now she, she's been proven right, so I'll never hear the end of it. One point for me. I'll never hear the end of it now. Here it comes. <laughs> but in any case, we were just talking about how beautiful the national parks are in the United States of America. Moon USA National Parks is a complete guide to all 59 parks. Um we just had a, a quiz, and, and we talked about Sequoia National Park. Well, I'll tell you what. I just want to turn it over to you because I want to hear uh, from from your perspective. Is there a top? Is, is there a number one? Or, or are all national parks considered to be gems and they're not really ranked? Or how do they how do, they do that? Well, they're, they're ranked, but by different things. So, like, if you want to know the park that the most people go to, it's Great Smoky Mountains National Park in the Appalachians. Oh, sure. And, you know, it probably is because, you know, it's got so many large population centers around there. Uh, if you want to know the largest park, that's Wrangell St. Elias in Alaska. It's huge. Oh, yeah. It's about seven, seven and a half million acres or something like that. Wow, it's a lot of acres. Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have fun on that one. Yeah. I'm not yeah, walking. Yeah, I'm not walking that whole trail. <laughs> mow the lawn. Exactly. So yeah, they're you know they're they're sort of ranked, but on different, um, you know, different categories of things. There's no park that's actually number one of them all. Except I kind of have to throw Yellowstone in there because yeah. it was our yeah. first yep. national park. And I'll, yep. and I'll so, tell you, Yellowstone's you know, phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Oh, those geysers, the wildlife watching, absolutely. Yeah, phenomenal place. Totally cool. Unbelievable. You know, we by coincidence, I do a morning show as well, Becky in town. Um, Mm -hmm. And by coincidence, on the morning show this morning, they voted on their favorite national park. And I had never even heard of it. It's it's red something. Red. Redwood? What was the name of it? Because it wasn't Redwood. Muir Woods. is, Is Muir Woods a national park? Uh, it's a national a lo- monument. So a national monument. It's a different category. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's so, beautiful it's as well. It's in the Bay Area of California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really beautiful. But yeah, they talked about, they, yeah. they voted uh, Sequoia was in there. There was one in oh, Alaska, yeah. maybe the one you just mentioned. But there's some, the number one they chose was Red. 
Red something. Andy, would you see if you can find a, a national park that starts with red? Because uh, I don't know. Well, Who chose? Red, but it's not Redwoods National Park? No, it's not No, it's not Redwoods. It's something mm-hmm. else. I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly okay. be, but, uh, a big you know, fa- you have all. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. A big factor, too, when you're going to the national park is what time of year you go there. If you go when sure. all the tourists are there, you won't have as good as a time if you go and you're the only, <laughs> the only one there. I've yeah. Been, and especially. That is. So true. It's true. Like, I've been to Yellowstone and Glacier yeah. a lot, and if you go a certain time of year, it's like going to Disney World where there's 20 million people. And then I've been there when I'm the yeah. only one yeah. there, and you see stuff that you'll never see with all the tourists. Exactly. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. the wildlife comes out more, is- Tom, when there's nobody there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Well, and you go to places like Yellowstone in winter, take the snow coach into Old Faithful, and you can be one of 15 people watching Old Faithful geyser erupt when in summer there's, you know, several thousand rimming, <laughs> making a ring around the geyser. Yeah, that, that's so miserable when there's a couple totally thousand people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see yeah. that. Is, we have na- a national park or two in Minnesota, don't we? I think. You do. You do. You're. Uh, you have Voyagers. That that probably is the oh, closest yeah, yep. one to um, Minneapolis, and that would be the one that you know. It's a, it's kind of a water park because it's made of these giant lakes, and so it's it's a favorite of people that want to go boating or kayak paddling. Oh, sure. Or fishing. Sure. And lots of camping there where you could boat in camping, you know, where you can just boat to a campsite and kind Ooh, of be off on good. your own someplace. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then pretty close to you also is Isle Royale. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Up in Lake Superior. Yep. But on that one, you have to drive uh, probably about a day's drive, and then you have to hop a boat. So it takes a little bit to get there, but it's it's really um, you know, again, a water park where, you, you know, kayaking, lots of hiking on the island, um, moose, moose watching. <laughs> the whole deal. So I just, I just for, uh, learned, as a matter of fact, I did not know this, but Isle Royale is actually owned by Michigan. I didn't know that. Hmm. I, didn't I thought it was a Minnesota yeah, property, but apparently it's Mi- it's Michigan. Well, yeah. What? Why did they Michigan, get it? It's Michigan, but you know what? It's, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> but it's, it's hmm. actually pretty close to Minnesota, up on that northern, yeah, northeastern corner. Right. Yeah. So. It's just not yeah. fair. They get Isle Royale, and we get, you know, the wood something. Anyway, <laughs> um, did people, i, I got to believe a lot of retired people, they get these RVs, and, and they just go from national park to national park, don't they? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, they go up to the mountain parks in the summertime when all the snow is gone, and then when the snow shows up in the mountain parks, they head to the southwest where, you know, those parks are wonderful in winter and spring, early spring. So, it's a yeah, you can just travel around park to park and people do it. That would be one. I, I see. I would. I'm not usually in for that kind of thing, but I think I would love to do that. To be in an RV driving from park to park like that. It's how relaxing would that be? That'd be wonderful. Yeah, and just stay as long as whatever you know you feel like it, and move on to the next one. Then I was very surprised yeah. how, how how much I enjoyed, and I still do going to national parks. I when my first time was you going to Yellowstone and. 
I was just blown away by Yellowstone. And I was there when there was nobody there, so we got to really right. see it. And then I went to Glacier the same trip, and Glacier's just, it's just, it's just breathtaking. Yes. I, I get to go to Glacier a lot because I live right outside the park. And uh, so that's kind of a year-round backyard favorite for me. And I, 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 had, I, I don't go on tours, so I go out on my own. And we were, like, down these uh-huh. dirt roads, like, far from anything. And a deer literally walked right up to my car and put his head right in the window. Like, it, it was just <laughs> such an amazing experience. And I saw, boy, yeah. the, I saw the biggest moose I've ever seen in my life. And walking up a stream, and the water's just breaking over his back, and he's walking like it was nothing. And he comes upon this big, huge tree crowing across the stream, and he just pushed it out of his way like it was a toothpick. And later, <laughs> later, later, we walked over there and tried to move that log, that tree, and it, there was like a thousand <laughs> of us couldn't move it. Like we couldn't even, we couldn't even get it to rock. And he pushed it like it was nothing. Well, they're huge. They're the huge. Are really huge. This was a yeah, big, giant you know, buck. Big buck. Yeah, and it's actually quite scary when you're in a little tiny car, and one comes up next to your car. I mean, he could sit on the car and smash it, practically. You know, i got to tell you something. The one thing you don't want to do, or what you do want to do, is check to make sure that I'm not going to be at the park when you go to it. Because I'm uh, a bad omen for some reason. I don't know why. This is a true story. I had mentioned Muir Woods. My wife and I went to Muir Woods many years ago. It is absolutely beautiful, these gigantic trees, and it's wonderful. And we're walking through the woods, and it's just very, very peaceful. And I look over, and there's this, this guy. He's leaning up against the tree. He's got his eyes closed, and he's got his legs crossed. So I said, Catherine, there's a guy over there meditating, so we should probably be quiet and... You know, just, you know, trying to enjoy this great experience through meditation and all the rest of it. So let's keep it down. As I'm saying that to her, he projectile vomited about 10 feet. So, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> apparently, apparently he wasn't meditating. He was passed out drunk. So. <laughs> oh, my land. Oh. There's my luck right there, oh. Becky. I'm just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> it's how life has been for me. It's just Well you can see you can goes. see some strange stuff in the woods. Yeah. You I've can apparently also see some true. pretty wild stuff in the woods. I've I've run across some strange characters in the woods. Now, Becky, I have to ask you a question. And this is just that yeah. I don't know. I, I just have this thought. have you are you now or have you ever been a cop? No. You haven't? Should God, I you have again? the demeanor of a, a no. policewoman. No, you have the demeanor of a policewoman because, <laughs> you know, you, you know what you're talking about, but you think everything's funny. I mean, you'd make a really good cop. You really would. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe just... I'll do that for my next profession then. <laughs> well, so what, what is your profession right now? What is your title and your job title now? Well, it's pretty much just uh, I'm an author is what it is because I pretty much just do guidebooks Well, that's now. cool. Wonderful. Yeah. That's so cool. I now, got, did, did you know, you... I have the, well, I was going to say, I have the guidebook to Glacier National Park is mine, so I update that Ooh. every couple years. And the guidebook to Yellowstone and Grand Teton is mine, so I update that every couple years. And then now I've got the USA National Parks that covers all of them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty nice to, you know, 
go yeah. experience national parks I, and write that, about it. That'd be a fantastic job. You're a very lucky person. You would. Very lucky person. My my wife's grandfather was a park ranger at Yellowstone his whole life. And, oh, my land. And uh, he... Way cool. What, just an amazing career to have and something that I, I would... If I had a, could do my life over again, I would probably go that route. Yeah. And I probably would, too. But, you know, God, we go we, the routes we go. That is, <laughs> yeah, so basically uh, what Becky's saying, because she writes uh, writes guidebooks for all the parks, that uh, it's a lot better than working, I would imagine. What a great <laughs> job to have. I mean, it's a great job. It really is. Just writing, writing books about national parks, that's like a dream well, come true Well, she has to right go there. do all the research first. Yeah. For, I mean, you, you know, do have to go do stay. the research. And, yeah, oh, you do have to fact check yeah, your okay. stuff. And, yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. But I, I, but, I, but I have to. <laughs> Becky, I do want to say. I have to say going to the parks is wonderful. Becky, I want to tell oh, you this. God, yeah. I, I'm a world. Tra- I've traveled. Yeah. I've traveled a lot in the world. World traveled, and I'll tell you, very few places match up to our our national parks. And people that don't go see our parks are missing out a lot. Stuff places like Yellowstone and Glacier, and those parks, they literally change your perspective on life. Totally. Yes, they do. And you know what? As as much of my life that I spent going to national parks, and I still go, I still have those life-changing experiences in new parks. You know, and oh, get I out agree. there and am totally wowed. Like one of them that just blew me away last spring was Theodore Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota. Oh, I've been and there. I've been there. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I kind of thought, okay, cool, we'll go see some Badlands and whatever. Oh, my goodness. The wildlife watching was on par with Yellowstone. It was so cool. Yeah, North Dakota's Being got a lot. Sit there and, <laughs> yep, watch bison and eagles and prairie dogs and coyotes and, and wild horses. So, yeah, it was a pretty amazing place. Every time I go to a new one, I'm, I'm blown away. My last one was Denali, and I was blown away of the beauty there. Oh, it's yeah, that one. That one's amazing. Yeah. The only problem with Denali is you, you have to hike a lot unless you want to take that dumb eight-hour tour bus, which I'm not doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not allowed. To, most people don't yes. know you're not allowed to drive your car through there, Tom. Right. Oh, yeah, I so can you see have that. to get on the bus. That. But I don't. I but didn't get on the bus. You know, I just hiked. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You have to take the bus in if you want to get in for the views of Denali, though, or hike a really long way yeah or go on the, or go on the internet and look at pictures <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's real nice well becky some of us who have jobs actually have to get back to work now so you know <laughs> becky lomax moon usa national parks a complete guide to all 59 parks you can find it on amazon you can find it everywhere correct correct yes you can becky, also you look at moon.com and that'll steer you there Okay. You're a joy to interview, it, I'll tell you that, Becky. You have a great attitude. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That was very fun. That was a lot of fun for us as well. We'll be back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Vilsky. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand 
the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Love it. That's a great song. What I like about you. Which is very little. I think the Romantics just played Minneapolis. They did? I think so. Um, What's left of them. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Uh, Man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in the news today. Who is Steve King? I don't even know who that is. Who is that? Hmm. Is that the... Oh, he's an Iowa... Oh, the Iowa congressman. That guy. I don't don't really know anything about him. Is he... Did he get fired or something? I didn't hear anything about it. Uh, Well, the reason I'm asking you that is... What he said, man, something probably pretty serious better have happened to him because he said, Steve King can now relate, I get what Jesus went through. Oh, God. Why Why would, what? <clears throat> Iowa congressman compared House censure for racist remarks to what Christ endured. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? God. What is wrong with these politicians? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's a he's listed here as a Republican, so I don't know what what so what racist thing did he say? Probably something uh, extremely benign. <clears throat> well, maybe yeah. If there's anyone who can relate to what Jesus went through, it's Steve King. Definitely, according to Steve King, per Politico and CNN, the GOP Iowa congressman recently censured by his colleagues in the House and stripped of committee assignments for racist remarks. Well, what what were the racist remarks? Because they talk about him saying that, uh, you know, basically he's Jesus. And I'd like to point out again that it's really, really cool that on Easter Sunday, the Minnesota Twins played the Baltimore Orioles, and the catcher for the Orioles was Sweet Jesus. Jesus Sucre. His real name is Jesus Sucre. His name is Sweet Jesus. (laughs) I love that Who won that game? The Twins. Okay. Yep, Twins, uh, and they won the first game in, in Houston and lost last night. But uh, Twins are in first place. Twins are having a good year, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch them this year. 
Uh, hopefully they can hold up. It's, you know, it was only one month into the season. And, Everybody uh, says season, that but... every season, the first two months. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Well, but that's because you're a fan, you know. That's that's part of being a fan. It's like, Here's, this is it. Yeah, you're going to win it. I understand that. Um, he just goes on and on about how Jesus suffered and so did he. But it doesn't say what he said that was racist. Did you? Does anybody know what he said? I'm trying to find it. I, I... I can't find it either. I'm looking for it. Hold on. I'm oh. looking for what he may have said, but he I have ad, no idea he said, what he said. White nationalist, white supremacist, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? Uh, white nationalist? What is a white nationalist, first of all? I don't even know what that I is. Either. It's a new term for a skinhead, basically. It's, oh, it is. Well, yeah, neo Nazi. It basically means nothing already. Yeah. It, it's just, it's kind oh, of okay. a PR it, this is such thing a for big, them. I, I have to ask this because I, I keep hearing that the neo-Nazi and, and white supremacy is so big in America. But does anybody ever, does anybody There's ever know There's almost one? none of them. Have you ever, I've never known one. They're not as vocal as they used to be. I think that's they've for killed sure. like one person in the past 10 years. So, you know. So how, are they, how are they so powerful? They say they're, they're so not. powerful. They're not, but fear-mongering is profitable. They're posturing. Yep. That's all they do. Really? I don't know anybody that says they're neo-Nazi. The only time you really yeah. ever see them is Wait, at what? a rally in, like, Georgia or so something. So is there a difference between a neo-Nazi and a, a, all three, a white nationalist? And yes, a, they're all kind of interlinked, and the white nationalist movement is oh, okay. more of a a nicer way of saying a Nazi, and but they all follow the same principles. It's just so are Nazis the same as like German Nazis? Their mentality, like they hate. They believe in the socialist. Yes. Anybody of color. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's all confusing to me. Yes. <laughs> they honor Hitler on a daily basis. Really. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well. In America. Yeah, I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. So I know on, <laughs> and, on white nationalism. Well, not not. I do it as a edu- I kind of like that history stuff. And you know, my mom growing up in the South and everything. I've always been oh, yeah, very sure. interested in civil rights, the civil rights movement, and things of that nature. And I just try and see like what is their mentality? Why why do they? I can't imagine living in today with that much hatred for something that's. Oh, you might see it again in your lifetime. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. And it really yeah, seems possibly. like it's gonna it's, happen actually, again. I've actually watched a documentary. I can't remember what it's called, but it talked about people who have gotten out of the Nazi movement and have, you know, trying to reestablish life in communities that are, you know, diverse and everything, and trying to um, change the ways that they lived in the oh, past. It's a, brain, it's a brainwashing. Yes, it is. It's a cult. Yeah, it's a brainwashing. So. I don't really understand why, how people can get brainwashed like that. I don't that. either, that Tom. I, th- it's, it, I think it takes I a certain kind of person that you have to do it, and you're not that person. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, the, yeah, the te- maybe. I but just see, don't get it. <clears throat> these are the same people that believe everything that they see in the news. Yep. And, yeah, that's true. And they're that's so true. they're so vulnerable, and when you hear that stuff day in and day right. out, over and over, it's a tactic that yeah. mind control people use. Yeah, it's like these people listening to these same news stations over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't stop yeah. putting that in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Like you can say it's beautiful outside, and they'll have to comment on something they saw on the news today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And it's got it. Isn't it a nice day? Well, it's not so nice for the people being oppressed by the... Oh, it, just drives you, it drives me insane, Tom. I, know. I can't take oh. it. 
I know. It's just, look, I, I got to tell you this again. You find a better place to live than America, and I'll eat your hat. <laughs> Where are you going to live that's better than America? Well, actually, there's probably a couple of places. If you had a lot of money. Like where? Well, if you had a lot of money, if you that's had different. Money, yeah, you that does not work. count. Okay. Yeah, an that island with no people on it. Like, uh, for me, for me, <laughs> I know of a little beach town in Italy that I could go live the rest of my life, and it's, it's oh, way no, better than that. where I live. Yeah. So... But I didn't Wait choose that. Wait a minute. No, it's not. <laughs> I didn't choose that route. <laughs> I'm saying I could have. No, that's true. No, I understand. There, there are some places that are awfully beautiful, but you do have to have a lot of money for most of those really beautiful places. This is the best right? effed up place in the world. I will tell you, I would say, let me put it this way. There is no better place in the world to live for poor people than in America. Because oh, that's true. I know it, this sounds really harsh, and I don't mean it to be harsh. But people in America aren't really poor unless they choose to be. That's correct. Yeah. And I know that sounds really harsh. And, you know, look, I'm not including the pricks who throw their wife and kids out of the house and they have nowhere to go. I'm not talking about you at all. That, that was not of your own doing. Uh, it's not of your own volition, and I understand. I still can't believe the guys do that. Get out of my house and take our kids mm-hmm. with you. Women what? Do hey, women do it, too. Do they really? Oh, kidding me? Women kick their husband the old man and kids out of the house. Yes, they do. They do? Yeah. God, any day now. Well, Catherine already kicked the kids out of the house. <laughs> you know, I know they're 30 and 32, but, you know. She had enough. <laughs> she was fed up with the whole deal. Yeah, I see, that stuff is so foreign to me that, you know. That people throwing throwing someone out of the house. I mean, don't they have any brothers and sisters that say, you can't just throw your wife and kids out of the house. What's wrong with you? They, don't they have family members that say, hey, don't, don't, you can't do that. They just have a different mentality than we do, Tom. It's a different upbringing, different way they live their lives. And, you know, that those that upbringing and that, those till you're in your mid-20s, it molds you a certain way. And we got molded different, that's all. Yeah. And I would say this, the only truly poor people that suffer in America would, would people, be people with disorders, whether they be mental or physical or whatever, and unfortunately the people who choose to be. Yeah. You know, like even so there if- are people who are, are, are suffering that it, it's unfortunate because of a mental or a physical disorder and it should not be happening. You know, Ronald Reagan shut down the institutes and that was a huge mistake in my, in my vote. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's amazing how many mentally Ill ill people there are on the streets. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, just plain... Just in radio alone. Bat crap crazy. I mean, just walking around with no supervision. You're absolutely right, and it just should not be that way. Just go to the library downtown. Oh, God. Last time I went by the library, there were two naked women in a fist fight. Ah! That's what's there. What do you think of that? I'm walking down the street, and all of a sudden I see these two women slugging it out, and then I realize as I get closer, neither one of them has any clothes on. That's downtown Minneapolis' library. Okay. Okay, Jacob Fry, you're doing a hell of a job. Let me just point that out. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. It's really too bad. Kind of looking at the news this afternoon, uh, Lori Loughlin and husband want to see evidence against them. Did you hear the (laughs) latest deal they were offered? I did. The plea deal they were offered? And they turned it down. Had a lot of prison time. Well, a lot of prison time attached. Yeah, they might get triple that if they lose. They might. They keep pushing it. They're going to get more time. I would back way the hell off. And they're going to have to hire a dream team of attorneys, and they're going to go broke. 
Oh, yeah. can you imagine how much money that's going to cost? Oh, God, oh, Tom. God. Just endless. Whew, it's a lot of dough. And they can't, I don't saying, think they so. have, like, OJ-type money. Well, then Massimo Giannulli, he's got, Massimo's got a ton of oh, dough. Oh, yeah, he? he does. Yeah, he does. Well, he's an Italian. I mean, what, yeah. what a shock. Yeah. You guys but and your cash on the barrelhead. They're going to lose it all. Yeah, they are going to lose it all. And the problem they have is their children can be charged as well because they knew about the the rowing, the crew scandal and all that. They knew what was going on. There's no question they knew what was going on. That's the sad part. So you're dragging they, your kids in. That's the sad part, yeah. what they did to their kids. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. So, And the other really sad part is what they did to kids who could no longer get in because they took their spot. That really pisses me off. Not that Some they good care. news here. Yeah, not to take care of you, right? The family of a five-year-old boy thrown from a third-floor balcony at Minnesota's Mall of America earlier this month say he is still in intensive care and under sedation, but the public's prayers are working. And by the way, that's a quote. Uh, The public's prayers are working, the AP reports. The short statement issued Tuesday said the boy has an important week ahead with more milestones to accomplish and that his family is staying patient to allow him to heal the family, which asked for privacy, also said last week in a statement submitted to Minnesota Public Radio, we have good news to share with you on this Good Friday. Our miracle child is showing real signs of recovery. New test results have been positive, though he remains in intensive care with a long road ahead. It's too bad they didn't get the KQR so somebody would have heard it. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mac Hammond, a pastor at the church the boy's grandparents attend, said during his Easter service, oh, they were Easter worshipers. I yeah, didn't realize yes. they were Easter worshippers. Uh, the doctors were amazed the boy's injuries were more comparable to falling from a bike than from a third-floor balcony. That kid got really, really lucky. There's yeah. no evidence of brain damage, zero evidence of brain damage. There wasn't even swelling, uh, no spinal cord injury, no nerve damage, no internal injuries that were life-threatening. Do you ever look down, uh, that, you ever look down from the third-floor oh, balcony? Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, a long a, drop. That's man. a heck of a fall, man. It is. That's a big drop. So this is wonderful news for a five-year-old kid. Did absolutely nothing. The man who threw him off the balcony was looking for someone to kill. Isn't that great? Mm. I I think the Mall of America is going to have some issues. Well, they should. He's He's already been tried to do other things there. He's been banned. Yeah. It looks scary, though. Somebody like that is just running around the city. Un- yeah, I know. you know. Well, I got robbed at Mall of America twice. You know. Yeah, well, it's just Two like times. you did. Yes, twice. Once, at, right? Once, just walking at the mall door at the light rail station, I got a gun put in my stomach and robbed. Mm. And then once inside the mall. Mm. Now wait a minute. Does that include when Nancy stole your heart? No. <laughs> ah! no. <laughs> yeah, goes, I, yeah. I, I got robbed no. on that, all right? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, you know, she knows I'm kidding. She does know you're kidding. Well, like I said, I've said very publicly, she's far too good for you. You know, we were talking, about, we were talking about people throwing each other out of the house. No matter where Nancy and I got to a point at, we would still be friends. We wouldn't throw each other out of the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, absolutely not. Because no, we consider, I consider Nancy my family either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. So, how long have you been together with Nancy? Eleven years. See, that's very cool. Very, very nice. I'd tell you how long Catherine and I have been together, but she doesn't want anybody to know her that she's of that age. <laughs> well, she just turned 45, right? Yes. 
Same, my IQ and her age. It all worked out <laughs> really, really well. It all locked in. Uh, next hour, I do want to talk to you guys about this. Have you guys been watching Jeopardy? I have. Oh, my God, that guy's smart. That guy knows he's everything. Ki- he's killing it. He went over a million dollars last night yeah, he's in record time. He he did it in 15 days, I believe it was. But doesn't he seem like he's kind of like maybe it was like a drug addict or something at one time? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. He seems yeah. like he's like was like a, I don't know, something's <laughs> off about him. I can't pinpoint it, but he seems like he did something wrong at one point in his life. I understand. And he sat in a gel cell and just read encyclopedias all day. I'm telling you, there's some there's some backstory here that we don't know about because the kid he has something off a little bit, but he is just pure brilliance, or he's cheating. (laughs) He's got an earpiece. I don't see how he's cheating, though, man. How how are you going to possibly know what's coming up? You can't. They have to. They they have to be able to. They search you for like earpieces and stuff, right? Mm. I'm sure that is true, yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. We'll talk a little bit about James Holzhauer is his name. Broke the million-dollar mark in a record time. The man knows everything about everything. It's actually frightening. A lot of other news coming up right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. My guess is... What's, what, where is this music from? This is from... Jeopardy. Jeopardy. It's a Jeopardy theme <laughs> song. Oh is, is that, oh, is it really? Was that the yeah. question on the board? <laughs> What's this theme song? I honestly got... I had no idea because I don't ever... Sit through this part. What season of Jeopardy is this? Zip ahead. Like 2008? Yeah, for real. Uh, I think it's like 35 or something like that. 35 years, I think. I know it's like 30, 35 years, something like that, that it's been on. Because uh, Wheel of Fortune, I think, is is 36 years old, I think. That's about the same time, right? That's Pat Sajak. Yeah, okay. He is uh, as good as it gets. My God, he's a good host. He, no he's the one who that. just got diagnosed with 
No, that's Pat Sajak. No, it's Alex Pat. Trebek. Alex oh, Trebek, Trebek. Trebek. Jeopardy, yeah. yeah. Jeopardy. Alex Trebek, yeah. Who's also, by the way, I've never talked to him, but I understand he's a very, very nice guy. Uh, you know, for a Canadian. You know what I'm saying. I love that news you know clip. You know, the, the Bob Barker was the legend, though. Yeah, he was. That was banging everybody backstage. Is that why <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that skinny well, microphone. <laughs> the skinny microphone, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there's a bit of audio we have at KQRS of Alex Trebek when he was a news reporter in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, he go, and he, he's talking about, is it Vancouver? Yeah. I think maybe he's talking about Vancouver, and he says... Last night, police said uh, there was some uh, disturbance in the the Negro district. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, double pumps and says the Negro district. <laughs> He's like, oh, my. I mean, that was, like, 40 years ago, and he didn't want to say it then. Yeah. So what does that tell you? I, I understand he's a, like I said, I've never talked to him. I've talked to Pat Sajak several times. He's a really good guy. Uh, but I've never spoken to Alex Trebek, but they, they tell me he's a very, he's a really decent person. Which is pretty cool, don't you think? Yeah, he did. He started on that show, right? It wasn't anything before that show, right? I don't think so. Because now they, they, they get people from guy. the comedy world and stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's and exactly you know, I didn't know do. this, but like, like uh, Drew, what's his name, own, is on that one show. Uh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. He owns the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does? Yeah, so these people own those shows. I didn't know that. Yeah, they buy them. He bought that show. I'm pretty sure. I did not know yep, that. Yep, I'm 90% sure I read that, that he, he actually owns he's the show. good on there. He's a good guy, too, by the way. He's been in the studio before, a really good guy. Yeah, he can't even recognize him now. From where, no, from he lost what, a ton of weight. What we knew of Drew Carey on TV. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm happy to announce that Andy's not going to the Grand Canyon because I love my son, and the third visitor in four weeks has fallen to their death in the Grand Canyon, so I'm glad you're not going, Andy. What the hell's what going on up there? People I don't, don't pay attention. Know. Is it uh, is it windy oh or something? God. I mean, what's going on? I don't know. Nobody's fallen up that well, thing for years. Now all of a sudden you get three in a week. Apparently, about twelve, thirteen people a year do fall to their deaths in the Grand Canyon. I didn't know it was that much. But this is three in the three in a month. They're probably I mean, looking. My God. They're probably looking over the edge to see where the last one fell. <laughs> go over. Possi- that's a good possibility. Isn't this where the guy plummeted? <laughs> he plummeted right here. I, me and Nancy don't even go nowhere near the edge. Oh God, no! I have like no. It looks really pretty feet from back away. here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm okay over here. It's beautiful over here too. We're extra you cautious. You do though. Next time you go, you do have to go out on the glass bridge because it is unbelievable. Uh, no thanks. No, we'll thank see. You. I'll tell you the scariest no, thing. The scariest thing I ever did. Me and Nancy decided we had some friends that own a, a outfitter of horse place right at the mouth of Yellowstone in Montana, and it's called Rockin' Outfitters. And he gave us some horses, and we took. He said it's about a nine, eight, nine hour ride, and we're like, okay. So we get, you know, we're almost three quarters of the way through, and you can't turn around and go back. But we hit a rope bridge across, I believe, the Colorado oh, River that you had to ride horses across. <laughs> Nancy. Oh God! <laughs> Nancy was like, "There's no way I'm riding this horse across that bridge." Mm. So Holy I, God. I, I did ride across, and I brought her horse with me, and she walked across. And I told her, "Listen, a horse is smarter than you." The horse is going to fall. Oh, that's nice. The, the, well, a horse is smarter. And walking through, through stuff like that, a horse is smarter yeah, than you are. Yeah. And they have four feet. I can see that. 
You know, you might make a mistake and fall. The horse isn't going to make a mistake and fall. Plus, they're pack horses. They've been that route a thousand times. You know what's really amazing about that? When Catherine and I were on our honeymoon, we rode horses up Saddleback Mountain and then whitewater rafted down. And it was just a ball and all the rest of it. I had a I had a horse named Ebenezer. He was an old horse. <laughs> and Ebenezer, his spot in the line was not the front horse. He was the second from the front horse. He did not want to be the lead horse. He wanted to be behind the lead horse. Yep, they're packs. And he didn't want to be any further back. So somehow, I don't know, at some point on, on a trail going up, and the trail was not very wide, uh, he ended up like, we ended up being in like fourth place or somehow. All of a sudden, Ebenezer realizes he's in fourth place. <laughs> he bolts to the outside. I'm looking down over the side of a mountain, Cliff. and it's about a mile down. <laughs> And he's just going ding, 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 until <laughs> he got to second place again. And then he was all happy. Yeah, they're, they're... I am literally hanging over the edge, off the, <laughs> you know, looking down, like, oh, my God. Yeah, those... no, you're right. He was very sure-footed. He was no, really those, sure-footed. Those pack horses, they want to be in their position. They do. And, and they, oh, absolutely. That, that, and that's, that's their safest place. He absolutely did. It was, uh, I don't know. Thanks for that visual, third visitor, Tom. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, my God, it was terrifying. Oh, like, I was terrified. Just... I was terrified riding across that bridge because I was newbie, to, newbie on horses, and I just stared between yeah, that horse's yeah. ears and didn't look down at all. Cause first of all, I'm afraid of water, and I'm afraid of heights. And it's a well, raging white river there. down yeah. there, and I'm, I'm yeah. you know, 1,000 feet in the air on a rope-swinging bridge. It is unbelievable. There are guys, I don't know if the Grand Canyon has it, but I know they have the in the Great Gorge in Colorado that you can bungee jump out um, over the edge. No thanks. Or I don't, it's not really bungee jump. They kind of like rocket you out on, on these, these you know, lanyards or whatever. They're, 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 you know, ropes, but they're expandable ropes. So they, they take you back. They, they release. So in other words, the, the, the lines are very tense when they pull you all the way back. And then they release you and you're catapulted out over the gorge. Yeah, it's not, not, no, not, it, not enough money in the world. <laughs> You couldn't pay me enough. I couldn't do it. No, it is unbelievable. I didn't do it either, but uh, it was just watching people doing that. Would Catherine do something like that? I don't think so. She might. I don't think so. I know Nancy would. Yeah, I don't think Catherine would like to do that either, but she's, you know, whatever. We see that person, people just died on that zip line. Oh, yeah, they fell 300 feet or something. Yeah, the one in Thailand, right? Yeah. Yeah, like fell 300 feet to their deaths. And it was right after they left the station, too. Yep, happened They right had away. just literally pulled away from the station, happened right away, and they just fell 300 feet to their deaths. And that thing is a triple rated, triple A rated. Yep. Has a triple A rating, and that's the top you can get in the world. So they, any no, of them can break. Right. So it's terrifying, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, this 70-year-old woman died after falling around 200 feet at the canyon's south rim. The park said in a statement that rangers received a report around 1 p.m. Tuesday that somebody needed help at a rocky point near Pipe Creek Vista, but the woman fell before a rescue effort could be undertaken. Officials say a park helicopter located the woman's body and a team of 15 people retrieved it. This has been an unusually deadly few weeks at the Grand Canyon, which sees two to three falling deaths in an average year. Oh, it's only two to three a year, but this was three in a month. On April 3rd, a 67-year-old man fell to his death from a south rim viewing point. A week earlier, a Macau resident fell over the rim to his death while taking photos at the site. Hey, back up a little more. <laughs> Let me back up just a little bit and take your... How do you fall off a cliff? 
Yeah, it's... I couldn't do it. You should it. probably be paying attention if you're walking around next to a cliff. I could see maybe a young young kids, but... Yeah, I suppose. Older yeah, I people suppose should true. know better. Yeah, you know, your footing is not that stable. Plus, you get a lot of people, depends on what age they are, I suppose, they, get, they have little dizzy spells, you know, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. I, none for me, thanks. I will go over the glass bridge in the Grand Canyon, but not, not, the edge of a cliff, there is no way I'd do Have that. Have you not seen that, that glass bridge in China? No. Google that one. I, will, I would never go over it. Okay, wait a minute. You're saying glass bridge in China. Yes. Okay, let me get that up here. I'm going to take care of this because I want to see this. Talk amongst yourselves while I'm looking for this. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, anything to do with heights, I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't love heights. Not a fan. Does anybody really like well, – who is it? The Is it the Iroquois Indians out in the New York area that, that heights don't bother them at all? Well, there's a lot of people with heights don't bother them at all. That's pretty amazing. I mean, it doesn't bother them at all. They can walk around on I-beams without any security whatsoever, and then they just don't care. You know what's funny, though? I can fly, I, I, Nancy's dad was a pilot, and he was a crop duster, and he had all open cockpit planes. I had no problem in those. Totally open cockpit. I could go as high as I wanted and not have any prop fear because I knew I had that engine. But just standing on something, I can't do it. Hmm. Holy Jesus. I'm looking at this glass bridge you're talking about in China. Oh, it's insane, dude. Ooh. It is insane. Oh, my God. How high in the air is that? It's high. I don't know how high, but it is really high. You go out, ladies and gentlemen, you get out over the gorge, and then you take a loop around it, and the loop is just hanging there. It's crazy. No, I'm sure it's secure. Man. It's crazy. It's secure as hell, I'm sure. It's all glass, uh, too. All glass. It is all glass. China's scariest glass sky bridge is what it's called. Holy God, that thing is terrible. You should watch some video on it. It's craziness. Yeah, there is a video right here, as a matter of fact. I'll, I'll be watching it while you guys are. <laughs> I just got a little pee stain on the front of my pants. Did you no, hear I, it? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's, uh, man, it looks. Whew, God, I've been on the top of some tall buildings, and they go, you want to look over the edge? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll stand <laughs> oh, right there's... here at the door. This is so cold because there's a guy crawling on his hands and knees across. That would be me. (laughs) He got about halfway across and he fell to his knees and crawled on his hands and knees the rest of the way. He couldn't walk anymore. I think you'd have to call the rescue for me and get like a helicopter to come rescue me off. (laughs) If you everybody watch that video, Glass Bridge in China, and watch that video of people trying to walk across it because you lose which ways upside, which ways right, which ways not because you're walking on nothing. Yeah, you, that's very, you, very you true. You lose your whole yeah, your, e- equilibrium. I would say this. There is a woman in the video I'm watching right now. She looks to be probably a teenager. Maybe she's in her 20s. She's in the middle of the bridge, and she's jumping as high as she can off the ground. So she's jumping up and then landing on the glass. Ah. Apparently having a lot of fun doing it, too. There's a picture of the people on the bridge and you cannot see the bridge. It's all glass. You can't see the bridge at all. Yeah, I, I know. Right. That's the one I've seen. It's an amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing yep. picture. It, it is unbelievable. Because it's, it's people don't realize it's, it's all 100% glass. There's no steel. There's no it wood. Is, yeah. It's all glass. Mm. <sighs> A little uncomfortable. I wouldn't mind That's going. I wouldn't mind going and seeing it. I, I, it's just, my, there's nothing there other than glass. Oh, it's that mind-boggling. It. It's mind-boggling. <laughs> oh, my God. 
and she's jumping that's up why, and, that's, as high that, as she can get. That's why I wanted to tell you about it. It's a mind-boggling uh, something that somebody, a human built that is crazy. That man yeah, built that. That's the other that. thing. How, how do you build the damn thing? That's what I'd like to know. Well, China. I mean, how do you even get the thing built? China's actually building a lot of stuff like that, and remote China is yeah, really—they're they really, they're really building some crazy stuff. That's what I understand. So I don't know. So Andy, were you? Where were you going to go? You were going to go to the Grand Canyon. Where? Which part were you going to go to? Uh, the South Rim by. Oh, you were on the South Rim, right? Where these, right by the where these people fall off. Mm-hmm. All three of them. No, fell that's off where the everyone South goes, Ridge, except for South people Rim. who go there from Vegas. I'll tell you, go there when oh, it's yeah, the slowest time of the year. Because if you go there when it's busy, it's not fun. It's, yeah, it's miserable. Yeah, I could see it's that. literally true. miserable. That. It's miserable. I could certainly see that to be true. It's just uh, I don't know. What's well, too bad you didn't get a chance to go, Andy? Because I understand that uh, Melissa's a little under the weather, so that's why you didn't go. But are you going to make a? Are you going to make another effort to go yeah, in the we'll near go. future? You'll be fine. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> Everything will be good. He's very mm-hmm. unexcited. <laughs> Andy's unexcited about it. Well, I'm just Are trying to figure out how to do some site stuff. It's irrelevant. Oh, you're working on the site while we're on the air? Okay, never mind. That's, mm-hmm. that's, well, we only got, we have less than a minute to go, so I suppose we could just bail on you. <laughs> we'll bail on him. Yeah. Well, you know, who's, bail on Andy. you know who's going to be here Friday from Acme? Kostaki, he's going to be in oh. studio. Would you look oh, at is that? he in studio? Yeah. Oh, he's in stu- yeah that's good. Yes. I good. don't, you know, you got Kostaki this week and you got Paul Mercurio next week. Yeah, at House of Comedy. So that, we're going to have a blast the next two Fridays, I think. I've seen, uh, speaking of comedy, comics, I've seen uh, Dice Clay busting on Mike Lindell the other day. Yeah. Oh, Rosie, really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, he's still About alive? <laughs> Kidding me? He's in, he's <laughs> in Stars cool. Born. Yeah, remember he has the effed up eye now? Oh, that's he's right. Just, what's going that's on with Oscar that? Oscar winner now. Yeah. Nominated for Oscar. There you go. But yeah, he was busting on Mike Lindell, which I didn't really like, but... Mm. And uh, Dice, yeah, uh, Dice, Dice went from a, a, a young-looking Italian to an old an old Jewish man real quick. <laughs> <laughs> which he is Jewish. because well, he is a, No, he, he is, is Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, he is Jewish. But now he looks like an old Jewish man. All right, behave, all of you. All right, see you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.